The reading from our Confession of Faith can be found on the back of your bulletin. It comes from chapter 18, paragraph 2, chapter 18 of the Assurance of Grace and Salvation. Paragraph 2. This certainty is not a bare conjectural and probable persuasion grounded upon a fallible hope, but an infallible assurance of faith founded on the blood and righteousness of Christ revealed in the gospel, and also upon the inward evidence of those graces of the Spirit unto which promises are made, and on the testimony of the Spirit of adoption, witnessing with our spirits that we are the children of God, and as a fruit thereof, keeping the heart both humble and holy. As we mentioned last week, the assurance of faith that we are Christ's is a key and central doctrine which the Puritans, our forefathers that we look to, which the framers of the 1689 London Baptist Confession of Faith were Puritans, this was key to them. This was central in their pastoral application of the gospel to the people of God, the assurance of faith, that we are assured that we are his. How do we know? How can we know that we be Christ's? That was their concern. And that's why they had an entire chapter here on the assurance of faith and salvation. How do we know that we have saving faith? What is our hope based on? How do we know that we truly have believed upon the Lord Jesus Christ? These are the questions which they sought to answer and which questions we all have every day as Christians. They said this certainty, the certainty they're referring back to is in paragraph 1, that we be certainly assured in this life, in spite of all of our sins, in spite of all of our failings, in spite of the fact that we do not walk out this life as Christians perfectly and our faith is not perfect. But we must still have certainty, and we can still have certainty, that we are Christ, that our faith truly obtains the righteousness that is in Christ. And they say that this certainty is not a bare conjectural or probable persuasion grounded upon fallible hope. What would that fallible hope be? Looking unto us in any way, that's fallible. If we look to ourself, if we look to our deeds, if we look to what we can do and have done, If we even look to our faith, it is not our perception of our faith that saves us. It is our casting ourselves upon Christ that saves us. It's not a mere conjectural or probable persuasion. I think I have believed. I have prayed the prayer. I think I am Christ. I hope to be Christ. For I have prayed the prayer and now try to attend church and do the good works which God has called me to do. That's conjectural and probable probable persuasion. And that's grounded upon a fallible hope. Well, I wrote the date of my prayer in the front of my Bible. And I can look back to that anytime Satan tells me that I might not be a Christian. Anytime that I get convicted during a sermon that I might not be a Christian, I can look back to that and say, get away, Satan. Get away, doubt. I prayed the prayer on this date. That is fallible hope. The true certainty that we have is founded upon an infallible assurance of faith. Not our ability to have faith, but but faith itself, which obtains Christ. So the object of faith is Christ. The one who gives that faith is Christ. But we must willingly and of ourselves put that faith upon him. And not trust in the ability of our faith. Not trust in the purity of our faith. But trust in the subject of our faith. Namely Christ. And that infallible assurance of faith 
Again, they're getting, their, they're getting our eyes off of ourselves. is founded on the blood and righteousness of Christ revealed in the gospel. How do I know that I am saved? How do I know that I am part of God's people? That I am saved and redeemed by him and my sin has been paid for? Look to Christ. That's their answer. Look to Christ. It's founded on the blood and righteousness of Christ as proclaimed in the gospel. That's the key. It has to be the gospel. It has to be the true gospel of Jesus Christ, of the true Jesus Christ of the scriptures. If it be anything else, it is founded on infallible, or, uh, upon fallible grounds, upon conjecture. And they, they go on to add, and also upon the inward evidence of those graces of the Spirit unto which promises are made. What are those inward evidences? evidences? Though we are not to trust in the evidences of our faith, though we are not to bank on those things, because that's a fallible hope and conjecture, we still can see that there is something. If we have really been regenerated by God, born again, we will love God. We will pursue him. We will have the same conflict that we see in Romans 7 of Paul. Those things which I want to do, I don't do. And those things which I know I should not do, I continue doing those. We see the battle of the flesh and the spirit. Our repentance is never perfect. And those things that you think you've repented of, you might have to come back years later and repent of again. You will continually sin as a Christian. And things that you thought you've dealt with will come back up. That's why our infallible hope is Christ. Because no matter how much we waver, and we do, he does not. And the testimony of the spirit of adoption, witnessing with our spirits that we are the children of God. How can we know? Because God's spirit tells us that we are. God's spirit witnesseth with our spirit that we be the children of God. Now that sounds circular, and it is. And that's okay, because it circles around Christ, just like our life should revolve around Christ. We must always be looking at Jesus Christ, and as a fruit thereof, keeping the heart both humble and holy. A Christian, a true Christian, will not live perfectly. In fact, cannot live perfectly, and often won't even live that holy or that given over to God. But they will have a humility. They will know that they are sinners. They will know that they can be saved only by grace alone, through faith alone. And they will seek to live for him, though they know they shall not do it perfectly. Please stand for the singing of hymn psalms, spiritual songs, and the reading of God's holy word.